0: We are learning Parashat Naso. Thank you to j Radio, j the app. We are broadcasting live from Hala, Lebanon, Avenue S and East 8th. East 9th, between 8th and 9th, right? Between 8th and 9th, towards East 9th, you're right. On the corner of East 9th, please join us every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock or roughly to 8.45 by the
1: There's a Gemara
0: in Masakhet Sukkah, Dafnun Gimel Amud Aleph. Not such a famous Gemara. However, maybe if I tell it to you right now, I'll bring you up some memories. (laughs) Hamesh Esre Ma'alot. In Tehilim, there are 15 times that it says Shir Hamma'alot. Either Shir Hamma'alot or Shir Lamma'alot, which means a song for the ascending steps. As we know, there were 15 steps separating between the Azrat Nashim and the Azrat Israel. Going to the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdaj, there were 15 steps separating between the ladies' section, if you want to call it, and the men's section. So the Gemara wants to understand why exactly the number 15. Rab Hizah was teaching this teaching in front of one of the rabbis that was learning Agada. I'male. So he "Shamia Alecha, Hane Hamesh Esrei Maalot? Caneged Mi Amaran David?" Do you know the reason why David the chose the number fifteen, fifteen times in Tevilin? Shira Maalot. I'male. He said, "Yes, of course. I know the reason." Hachia Amar Biu Hanan. Biu Hanan told us, "BeShahashekara David Shitin." When David the Now, we all know Shlomo HaMelech was the one who actually built the Betanukdash. However, the foundation was purchased by David HaMelech. Not only was it purchased by David HaMelech, he wanted actually to put his foot into the door, as they say. He wanted to actually break the ground. Groundbreaking. You know how they have many times when they purchase a building, whether they want to make it a school or a shul or... A house, it's called, the not really a house, but they call it the groundbreaking ceremony. They get a few guys, they put a hard hat on Keilu, they their construction workers, and they have the ribbon, and they cut the ribbon, and they show themselves in the picture with the shovel in the ground. It's a very famous picture they had in Magin David, in shot short. I don't know if they had it in show. they had it in show. they had it in Bishu, they had it in Bishu, they had it in in congregation, Magin David, was It's a very, very f- famous picture. So David have actually wanted to do that. What did David Amelach do, Michael? He took his shovel and placed it into the ground where the Beit HaMikdash was to be laid on. What happened was, he had an eruption of the waters. Now, we know the land is placed on top of the water. When he placed his shovel into the ground, the water, the depths started coming up. And the waters were so strong that to flooded the world. Amar David Hamish esre ma'alot tehoridan. David composed on the spot fifteen psalms, fifteen teilim, fifteen pirke teilim of Shir ma'alot. And what happened? Sabdul. Ihachid Gemara asks, Hamesh esre ma'alot. What is it called? <laughs> Ma'alot means to ascend. Now, why would he compose a song when he saw the water ascend? He has to compose a song when the water descends. So how come he didn't call them shir the song of them going down? Why did he say the song of them going up? If you try to tell me there's 15 steps, separating between the Azrat Nashim and the Azrat Israel, because when he saw this water coming up, and then finally subdued then he wrote it, so say, Why call it Shirem Ma'alot? So, since you brought us this issue, let me tell you the real story. Not that the story before was not the real story, but let me expand on the story that you heard. Exactly what we said, he put a shovel on the ground, water started coming up, he wanted to flood the world. Does anyone know, hi Moshe, does anyone know, does anyone know if we're allowed to write Hashem's holy name, on an earthenware vessel, throw it into the ground, when the ground, when the water, touches the Hashem, shem Hashem then that will subdue. Does anyone know if I'm allowed to do this? Why not? Because once I throw Hashem's name into the water, I'm erasing Hashem's name. It's a sur to erase Hashem's name. But does anyone know the halakha, whether I'm allowed to or not? No one wanted to answer. Imagine having that responsibility to say, yeah, you could, Today, Bar-Minnan, separate Torah falls on the ground when they're carrying it, either we fat or we give up. Imagine if you're taking Hashem's holy name, to so Kohen Gadol was the only one who knew it, using it only one time a year, you Yom Kippurim, the holiest place, the holiest place on earth, Yerushalayim. Now you're taking Hashem and Uphras, you're throwing it in the water, 1st to be erased? Nobody wanted to answer. Amar David. So David says, Anybody that... And does not give me the answer? His mitah, his punishment, shall be strangulation. itofel. <laughs> no, it's the only time the Gemara mentions it. We're going to learn sota. Uh, that's just parashatah. Right, no problem. itofel. That's why I brought it in the introduction. Itofel. It says in the Gemara, actually in the Melachim, it says, "Whoever in whoever asks a hitopher advice, whoever asks a advice, it says, that asking be'urin betumim, me. means his advice was the top. He was a top advisor in Abishai. So a hitopher says, he means to call the homin. He says to himself, 'Uma la asos Shalom ben Ish li istok amra Torah shemi shenichtab b'kedusha yimahir amain.'" if so a person suspects his wife of cheating on him he brings it as a kohen the kohen takes hashem's name writes it on an earthenware vessel right mixes the water he doesn't write it on the earthenware vessel actually he writes it on the clap he puts it in the earthenware vessel now mixes with the water the name gets erased and why am i allowed to do this bring shalom between the husband suspecting and the wife that's innocent <speaking> in <Hebrew> Now that's allowed to bring peace between a husband and wife. Now here you're bringing peace between the world and the whole world, meaning you're trying to save the world from destruction. Am I allowed to? Of course I'm allowed to. He tells them, Go ahead and do it. He takes the name, he writes it on the earthenware vessel, he throws it into the water. Now what happens, the water descends, however it descends so much, 16 a month under the ground. Now let me ask you a question, what happens if the land has no moisture from water, or dry up, you can't plant anything. Now even though it needs rainwater, but it needs the moisture from under the ground. So what happens now? Yeah, don't sit over there. Yeah. Yeah, don't sit over there. Now what happens now? The water subdues so much, it descends so much under the ground by sixteen amot. Ki when the sees the water subdue so much. Kama We need the water for the ground. What's going to happen right now? Amar Hamesh Maalot. Now he says, Shir Hamma'alot, the soul for the ascending. Now the water ascends. Hamisar alfei garmideh. Be'ukmed It subdues sixty thousand amot. David Aminah says 15 Shir Hamma'alot. It ascends 15,000 and it stops 1,000. So now the ground that we have, 1,000 amot from under it. I'm just saying amot for... Um, Example purposes can be feet, can be meters. The Gamara says garmide. Exactly what garmide is? Translation is cubic feet. Cubic feet. Whether or not I I, I flunked math, so I don't know whether it's it's uh it's literally cubic feet, is a square feet, or it's a foot. I don't know. But it says garmide. Now what happens? The ground has under the ground. There's a separation, a thousand feet of water. However, originally what happened, Rabbi, he sent it, it 16,000. So David Amena 15 Sheer He brings it back up 15,000 feet, and there's a separation of only 1,000 feet between the land and the waters. That's why the Gemara says, David Amina called them Sheer HaMa'alot, not Sheer HaYordot. By putting the, how do you make it? He says Sheer he made it go down by throwing the other uh, vessel. It went down all the way. Now he has to bring it back up. So what did he say? Shiram Ma'alot. That's why they call Shiram Ma'alot. Now, so this is the Gemara. Looking at this Gemara, we see many similarities, as you pointed out, Michael, between what happened with David and Melech and the Sota. The Sota, as we mentioned, is a lady who her husband suspects her either yes or no, She goes through the whole process of the Kohen. As we mentioned, he writes the name on the cloth, puts it in the earthenware vessel, takes some dirt from the ground of the mishkan, mixes it in, gives it to her to drink. If she did cheat on her husband, we know what happens. If she does not cheat on her husband, if she didn't have children, she will have children. If she only had girls, she would have boys. If she only had boys that were ugly, now she's going to have boys that are beautiful, that are handsome. That's the beracha. We see many similarities between David Amenh story and the Sota. One similarity is erasing the name of Hashem. Over here, David Aminach erases the name of Hashem. Over here, the Kohen erases the name of Hashem. Another similarity. By David Amenh, he chooses to write it on an earthenware vessel. By the Kohen, he chooses to put it in an earthenware vessel. Another similarity. We have the number fifteen. Fifteen ma'alot. 15,000 feet goes down by David Amelech. We also have 15 by the Sota. I didn't tell you exactly where we had the 15, and that's our class tonight. The, the lucky number, 15. Tonight's class is all about the lucky number 15, the similarity between David Amelech and the Sotah. So if you want to go gamble, I don't advise it, but that's the number you should choose this week. I don't know how much time you have left, you can't go, Shabbat's almost here, but if you want to go after the class, don't go to AC or Bar I and mean, other places. Go buy a scratch-off, and I don't know how you can scratch off the number 15, but I'm just saying, I don't know what scratch-offs are out there, but if you want to scratch off the number 15, be my guest. Maybe you'll win. If you don't win, don't come back to me. I'm just telling you, that's the number for tonight. Now, before we continue, how were we allowed to erase Hashem's name? There's <laughs> a Now we know, if we have a paper that says Hashem's name on it, we put it in Geniza. It's asut it's all in the garbage. Here you're taking not only a paper, you're taking Hashem's holy name. Now she says Shema Meforash, which is a 72-letter name. You're taking it, you're writing on a clap, and what? You're erasing it. It's Asur. It's as if that's Why is it Asur? Because what are you supposed to do with all the names of the idols? Destroy them. Abandon them. Abolish them. But you can't do the same thing for Hashem, which means Hashem's name you shall not erase. I'm sorry? Where? Where? Yeah, but it doesn't say that it got erased. You're right. It doesn't say, you're right. It doesn't say, it, it say erased. You're right. Taz Zahav, it says. Tas, he wrote it on like a brick. It doesn't say it got erased. He, he maybe engraved it. We're not really so sure how exactly. I made it. He probably engraved it. If he engraved it, there's no, there's no problem at all. Right? So how are we allowed to erase his name? Either by the Kohen or by the Melech? Because the secret is, now, let's go to the Kohen, erasing Hashem's name, to bring shalom between this man that suspects his wife and the wife. We know the shekhinah kedoshah comes when the mitnahagim kemo husband and wife. You'll see, B'Aziz Hashem, later on in the class, it does not necessarily mean husband and wife. If there's no shalom, there's no shekhinah kedosha. The shekhinah only resides and only dwells in the home if there's shalom in the home. If there's no shalom in the home, there's no shekhinah. If this lady ever thinks to go and even look at another man, let alone actually bar the ma'aseh with it, but for her to actually think about another man, that means she does not have shalom in the house. Because if she was satisfied in the house, if she was happy in the house, if there was love in the house, she would she would not think twice, not even one time, to look at anybody else. But if she starts looking at anybody else, Hashem says, "There's no shechina. My name does not dwell into your in your house. If my name doesn't dwell in your house, so erase it because you erased it a long time anyway." That's obviously the homiletic. Uh, way to understand it, not literally, but homoletic, it's before you're erasing my name, you had to come to the, you had to come to me, the client says, you had to come over here, because you're suspecting your wife, because she's looking at other, at other, and we're going to see, by the way, it's the husband's fault, for her to look at other men, don't only blame the lady, it's the husband's fault, he made her look at other men, other men, but if you had to come to my office, the client says, for me to take Hashem's name, and to erase it, Means you didn't have Hashem with you in the first place. So Mali, then, Mali, now, you erase Hashem's then anyway. There's no Shekhinah anyway. Masechet derech Eret Zuta says. Believe it or not, there's a Masechet derech Eret. Amar Rabbi Ishmael, the same Rabbi Ishmael as before. Gadol Hu HaShalom. Peace is so important. Shemat Sheviter HaKadosh Baruch Hu Al Shemo SheNekhtav Bikdusha. Which literally means Hashem... Gave up on his name. Hashem said, take my name. Do as you wish with it. To erase my name on the waters. shalom ben ish leishto, In order to bring peace between a husband and wife. Erase my name. I don't need my name. Hashem says, whole reason why I created the world. The whole reason why I created the world for shalom. But if there's no shalom, what's the point of my name? What do I need to be in this world for? If you don't have shalom between a husband and or... wife, that's why, why do you think in the morning we say, that? You know how important it is? Peace, how, how special it is, how holy it is, how important it is to bring peace between a man and his wife. Not only that, between a man and his wife, between you and your own wife. How so important it is. Hashem says, erase my name, just take my name. Do what you need to do just to bring peace. We know the famous Ma'asai. I'm not going to get into it because it's a long Ma'asai with the She was late one day. She came late home. Her husband says, Why? I'm going to say this story. I'm going to say this story. She comes home late from Zirashah Rabbi He's giving a long Zirashah Friday night. She comes home late. She opens the door. Her husband says, Not the opposite. Usually the wife is waiting there with her arms folded like that. Like that. He's. Throwing his head like this? Yes? What do you have to say for yourself? My food's cold over here. You don't warm it up. The block forgot. What's going on over here? She says, I was by the Rashad Abime'il. The Abime'il Balanis is more important than me. You do not come back to this house unless you go and spit in Abime'il's eyes. The Abime'il Ba'al knows the in Ruach kodesh. He goes, He's waiting there for the lady. She comes back. She doesn't know what to do. She's waiting by the entrance. She's waiting by the door. Now, she's not going to say, Rabbi, I can't come home until you spit in, I have spit in your eye. Eye. <laughs> you can't do that. So to be me about in this, close it over. He says, come over here. You know, I have a very bad pain in my eye, and they tell me the only way that the pain will go away is if a lady spits in my eye. Can you do me a favor? Can you be the lady to spit in my eye? She tells you won the lottery. This is exactly what I need. She spit, she spat in his eye, and Shalom uh, is said, So he goes back, and he tells the lady, Go tell your husband that you spat in the Iba' in his house. He let you back in the house. That's what happened. She goes, she tells the husband, he lets you back in the house. The students say, Rabbi, what are you doing? She's spitting in the Rabbi's face. Not nice. He says, not nice. Hashem says, spit in my face, Ka'biachon. Erase my name. To bring Shalom ben Adam le Ishto. And now I'm not going to let her spin in my face? So, how, how important it is to bring Shalom ben Adam le habiro ben Ishti Ishto. So, now we understand. Why does Hashem say it's a suit to erase my name? Of course it's a sword. But why do I allow you to erase my name? I'm, I'm, again, I'm not recording. Unbelievable. I don't know what happened. It's like, uh, I don't want to say a curse or whatever, but Hazbah Shalom. I just started recording now. Okay. So, we're back. We're back. Thank God we have the recording on Jehuit Radio. Yeah, Hashem wants it to happen. Unbelievable. Let's we can this week. I don't know what. So, yes, it's Asu to erase Hashem's name. But in order to instill shalom between a man and his wife, Hashem says, erase my name. We really see this whole amyan of shalom, of peace, where better than this week's parasha of the Birkat Kohanim. Yeah. It's not coincidental that Hashem brings the parasha of Sota and parasha of Berakhot Kohenim together because they both talk about shalom. By Berakhot Kohenim, what is the last pasuk? VeYasem lecha shalom. V'ish melech haznayinot. Yehir Hashem pana velecha haznayinot. V'puneik haznayinot. Yisa Hashem pana velecha stum haznayinot. The best beracha is veYasem lecha shalom. What's so important about Shalom? We say the Lecha Shalom, which we say the every single day. We say Shalom, Bimur Amida. We say Sin Shalom in the in the Amida. What's so important about Shalom? Are you listening something? No, i to Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, as we mentioned before, the Ora Haim HaKadosh says, Shalom Ze Yesod Ha'ulam. The world was founded on Shalom. Hashem created the world only to Shalom. When you make sure to pursue, to run after Shalom, Hashem says, now you created a vessel. If you are the person that always strives, always runs after Shalom, you are Kaleem Mahazik Beracha. I bring the Shalom down on you. And Mimela, which means what happens afterwards, you get all the Berachot. Why is the Asim Lecha Shalom in the end of the Berkat Suameen? Because you could only get the first Berachot. Only if you fulfill the last portion. The last portion is the Lecha Shalom. If you have Shalom, you have everything. And that's why, if you think about it, now how do we write the word shalom? Shalom is spelled shin lamed vav mem. The shin is spelled shin yod nun. Correct? The lamed is spelled lamed mem dalid. The vav is spelled lamed aleph, the vav, vav, aleph, vav. And it's spelled mem mem. If we are to take the inside letters, which means the milui, the inside letters of the word shalom. Well, inside the sheen we said is yod. How much is yod? 10. Inside the lamid is min. Min is 40. How much we have, Rabbi? 50. Very good. You're up. Vav. Vav, Aleph vav. Inside letter is Aleph. How much is that? 51. The min. Min, min. Min is another 40. How much is that? 91. 91. What's 91? 91 is Hashem's name. You have the 65, Adonai, and the 26, Yud Kevavkir. Hashem's name. Where is Hashem's name located? Inside Shalom. That's what it means. If you have Shalom, if you bring me inside the Shalom, you have everything. Why? Because once you have Hashem, you have everything. Hashem's name is located inside Shalom. It doesn't work with the Abba. It doesn't work with anything else. It only works, I, I don't know actually if I try it, it works with Haba. Maybe it does if I do more research, but I try it only on Shalom. Shalom, Hashem's name is located in Shalom. Once you have Shalom, you have everything. So why are we allowed to erase the name for Shalom? Why did David the he raise the name for Shalom? Imagine he did erase the name. What's going to happen? You have no Beth and Middash, you have no David the you have no nothing. In order to instill shalom, what do I have to do? Erase Hashem's name. There's a Marama Maram Berachot Dafnun Vav. Three things. If you dream about them, it means you will have shalom in your life. Three things. If you dream about these three things, it means you will have shalom in your life. The first one, Nahar, which means a river. Second one, Sipor, a bird. The third one, which means a pot, a pen. In Arabic, Tanjara. What, what is going on over here? When's the last time, by the way, you, maybe a bird you did, maybe a river you did, but when's the last time you dreamt about a pot? Between us, come on, there's nobody hearing you other than all the people listening on j Radio, but when's the last time you dreamt of a pot? Now let's exactly see why these three things, if we dream about them, you will have shalom. Let's start off with the Khedera. What's the purpose of a pot? To cook, to boil. Look exactly what you're doing. You're putting the fire on. You're putting water in the pot. And you have a thin layer of metal separating, which is the pot, Separating between the fire and the water. Which, if you did not have this thin layer, could be thick or thick, it doesn't matter. If you didn't have this layer, what will happen? The water will extinguish the fire. So, what does the Kedera do, Michael? It brings shalom. However, the Kedera is something that separates, which means there's a form of shalom in the world where it's alluded to in the first part of Birkat Kuanim. The she says, mina Hashem will protect you from the enemy. Which means the enemies won't come next to you. You won't come next to them. There's going to be a layer separating you. That's the pot or the pen. It's going to separate you and the enemies. You won't see them. They won't see you. That's the form of peace. Is it the ideal form of peace? No. Why is it not the ideal form of peace? Which means... I know Rabbi. Rabbi knows me. I never talk to him Hazeh the shalom. But he never talks to me also. Is there shalom between us? Of course there's shalom. But is that the ideal shalom? Of course not. There's another level of shalom. And that is the shalom of the birds. Now the birds, they chirp. They see each other. But usually they're distant one from another. Everybody has his own life. Okay, i are not talking about a mother and her saplings, a mother and her children, I'm talking about regular birds. They chirp, they see each other, how are you, good morning, did you drink your coffee? Then they fly away. That's the form of shalom. Hunneka is from the word chen. You will find favor in people's eyes, which means I talk to Ravi, he talks to me, but nothing more. Which means I don't invite him to dinner, he doesn't invite me. Are we mad at each other? No. Are we the first form which we don't know, we, we don't talk to each other at all? No. It's the higher level up. I talk to him, he talks to me, but nothing more. That's the second level of Shalom. That's the Shalom of the Sippurim. However, there's the best and ideal form of Shalom, and that's the Shalom of the river. Because when a person looks at a river, and that's alluded to in, they Asem same, they Shalom. When a person looks at a river, you see the river you. By looking at the river, it's small droplets of water all joining together. No, it's one big river, which means we all unite together for one purpose. I talk to you, you talk to me. I invite you, you invite me. There's no strife, there's no mahluket, there's no quarrels. We love each other. Uh, each other. That is the best kind of shalom. Now, how do you say friend in, uh, in Hebrew? Habir or... Or Yadid or Rayya. We say it in the Hawpah Aubim. You know what Rayah means? Rayah literally means falling down. Ra'uwa. Which means it's about to fall. One Rayah for a person to live his life alone, you you can't stand, means you can't live your life that way. You need in Arabic they say ta'ashirzin. You have to talk to people. You can't just live like like a hermit crab by yourself. I know people; they live in their basement. They order everything from Amazon and they do online work. That's the way they live. They never went to a grocery store. They never communicate with that. That's their life. They're hermit crabs. You can't live your life that way. Reya Ra'uwa is by himself, four. Now listen to this. Reya bekimatria is two seventy, right? Reish is two hundred. I in a 70, 270. Take one reya, one friend by himself. Take another friend, which is another 270. 270 and 270 makes? 540. 540. When they come together and they add that one, 541. Yisrael is 541, which means I'm Yisrael, we're not just individuals, we're all together. You need him and I need him. It's all about connection, right? When they tell you today, it's all about connection. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. I want an electronic so I know this guy can me an electronic, I want a software, I know this guy, I don't have to do anything, no Google, no Angie's uh, List, or, or Yelp, or what, Yellow Pages, Did you stop Yellow Pages by the way, you had Yellow Pages when I was going, stop Yellow Pages, unbelievable, <laughs> online now, remember 411 information you have to pay a dollar or something, now, who, people still call 411? I think it's free anyway, but even if you call it, right? <laughs> you need Re'im. Re'im together makes Israel. It makes Israel. It makes you one. That's the shalom of a Nahar. Nahar, we're all flowing together for one purpose. Therefore, if you see a Nahar, if you see a river in your dream, that's the best kind of shalom. That means you are the person that's bringing shalom to am Israel, And that is the asem lecha Shalom. Now, everybody asks a very famous question. What is so important about what is so important about the pasuk where it says, "When Mashiach comes, they guard the in kebet," means the wolf will dwell with the sheep. Means usually the wolf eats the sheep. When Mashiach comes, the wolf will dwell happily ever after in peace and harmony and love with the sheep. Everybody asks, "What's the big deal about that?" We saw it happen already. Okay, but Noah. <laughs> By Noah, all the animals were living in peace and harmony and love. So what's so important about Mashiach? You know what the answer is, Nisim. You know why they lived in harmony harmony and peace and love? Because it was a Sha'at sakana. By Sha'at Takana, everybody loves each other. Look, but Minan with the it, Min-Haman, and it's <laughs> said, doesn't matter if you're a if you're not a Halani, it's it, Simon? in said, there's a pasuk that says, Ah, Les Sarai, means, why do I have my brother when I need him in, in, in hard time? So it wasn't a chokhmah that in Debat Noah everybody was together. But when there's no sakana, let me see you draw together. When Mashiach comes, it's not that Hashem is going to bring down shalom, they're going to learn to live the shalom together. And Ghar the in Kebes does not literally mean the wolf only will live with the sheep, you as the wolf, you know, the wolf of Wall Street, you, I, I never saw that, but is it a good movie? No, no, no. I never saw it. okay, good, okay, I don't know if we should mention that or not, but anyway, I should not mention that, okay, please edit that from the class. <laughs> so, Begadah the Eibim Keibis means you as the wolf, which you never really loved anybody, or man Don't have so much shalom, Begadah the Eibim Keibis, alone you're just going to stop loving people, that's the best shalom, that's the Nahab, that's everybody falling together. So, why is the name Allah to be erased? Just to bring shalom. You know how special shalom is. And that's why David the Melech, when he put his shovel in the ground, you know what came up? Water. What's water? The river, the Nahal. Why? What is the Shem him game? The best kind of shalom. Now you're going to come and lay the cornerstone or the foundation for the B'zan Nikdash. You know what the Beit has to bring in Am Water! Shalom! Not that Hashem really wanted to overflow and flood the whole world. He was giving him a remiz. Again, it's homiletic. The Hashem was giving him a remiz. You want the world not to be flooded? Learn from the water. That's the best and ideal way to have shalom. Not the shalom of the Kedera. I know you by name and that's it. I only separate between me and you. Not the Shalom of sipori. We chirp one to another. We say good morning in the, in the shoe and that's it. We go on our day and we don't even know each other. The best Shalom is the Nahar. The water that overflowed. That's the best kind of Shalom. There's a Gemara Sota, Ish Lo Now we know Ish and Isha have the same letters. Which is Ish. Which is fire. Hashem added the letter Yod in Ish, the letter He in Isha, and those come from Hashem's name, ke Vavke. He added the Yod in Ish, He added the He in Isha. When they come together, Shezachu does not mean if they have marriage. Shezachu means if they clean themselves, Zah. Shem and Zayd, Zach. Zakh means that they live a life together as Torah, individuals together. Shekhinah b'neim, Hashem that, dwells inside of them. That's the youth key. What about the vav key? Some people say, if you have the boy, that's the vav. If you have the girl, that's the vav. But there's another explanation. The ketubah is called ketav vav he. Which means we write. What do we write? The last two letters. What? The vav and the he. So once you write the Kitubah, you have the yod from the ish, you have the he from the isha. You write the Kitubah, you have the vav and the he of the Kitubah, You have yud ke vav ke. Everything comes together. But now listen. The sota, her husband, maybe acted in the way that he's supposed to act. He had the yod in his name, but she has the he in her name, but she's not living up to the he in her name. So what happens? Yud and ke is How much? Fifteen. Ah, that is the 15 of David and Melech. David and is telling us, you know why the water came up 15? Because what does the 15 represent when they live in harmony, when they live in peace? Over here, the water is overturning because it's showing they're not living in peace. What does the Kohen have to do? Let's kick back to the Kohen. What does the Kohen have to do? Erase Hashem's name in the water. And what name does he erase? The youth king. Yod and the A, Which is Gimatria? 15. The Maharal. In Sefen Natibot Olam, Natib shalom Pernick Alex says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shemo, Shalom. That's why it's asul to say Shalom in the bathroom. That's why it's asul to say Shalom in the morning before you pray. Ulfichach amra Torah. That's why the Torah said, Yimahe Hashem Sheli ala maim laasot Shalom, ki shem Hashem zeh vishbil shemi. one of Hashem's names is, how are you, Albert? One of Hashem's name is Shalom. What am I doing now? I'm erasing Hashem's name in order to get another name. So I'm really not doing anything. I'm really not erasing Hashem's name. The only reason why I'm erasing one name is to put another name. So therefore, I'm really not doing it now, Vera. Let me erase one name in order to bring Shalom, which is even a greater name. Bringing it together back. Beautiful. The Pasuk says, about the sota. Ish Ish Kitis ish if a man's wife shall go astray. But it does not say, it says, eesh, eesh. which means a man, a man. What does that mean, ish, ish? Why the double language? So, as we know, by Isav and Yaakov, it says, by Isav, he was a hunter and he knew how to hunt. Two times. He was a man of hunting and he was a man of the field. By Yaakov it says, By Yaakov it says, One time each. Why? Because Esav in Hebrew they say, Which means Esav used to show everybody answers. Fadik used to go to his father's house. How do you make ma'asir on Nela? How do you make ma'asir on this? I want to learn halakos from you. But really deep down, He's the worst individual on the face of the earth. He was a two-timer. Each, each. Why does the pasuk over here say ish, ish, kitiste ishto? You know why, by way, you suspect your wife of going astray. It's your fault. It's your fault because when you come home, you act like you're a certain individual. And when you're out in the street, you act like you're not a certain individual. In the street, everybody loves you. In the street, everybody talks to you. When you come home, the first thing you do when you come home, where's dinner? Where's supper? What are you doing? Texting on your phone. Not giving your wife a light of day. What is she going to do? If she's not getting attention from you, she's going to go and look at somebody else. So whose fault is it? It's yours, because you were the ish-ish. You were the one who's supposed to bring Shalom into the house. You were two-faced. You were two-timer. Don't put only the, the pressure only on the woman. Today we criticize the woman so much. She's looking at other men. She's talking to other men. But are you talking to her? Now granted, yes, I understand. They can be ultimate and best husbands and yet it ends up in divorce. Fine, that that's things beyond our control. But I'm talking about people when they come home, they're so nasty to their wives. They yell at their wives. Like even she's a khadame verminan. That the khadami you don't talk to her. Why To Maria you don't talk to her wife. why? Because you're scared she's gonna leave. If minan, I know people that Berminan they they're scared to say something. Oh Maria okay you want to go off? Okay, no problem. How much you want A raise two thousand dollars raise? No problem I give you raise it's so nice to the Khadam but his wife, go bring me the food. This is how you talk to your wife? This is how you talk to the Shekhinah, kidoshah? the Shekhinah is in your house. Ah, because you're not treating like the Shekhinah is in your house, what does Hashem say? Erase my name. My Shekhinah's not there anyway. What's the point? You're not treating the Shekhinah the way it's supposed to be treated. So erase my name. The Nahal Ishkol, which is the says the wife is here to teach the husband what he's doing wrong. Which means, if you're not acting the way you're supposed to act via Hashem, which means, regarding Torah and mitzvot, your wife will not act in the way that a wife should act. You come home, you should know. When you come home, you open the door and you say, Hello, my love. And your wife tells you, My love? Do you know what I went through today? I cooked, and I cleaned, and I swept and I mopped, and I did, and I died, and I just said, okay, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I wish I never came home. That's a foolish husband. A smart husband is supposed to say, you know what? She's giving me a sign. The sign is today, me by my abudat Hashem was not good. I wasn't worshipping Hashem the way I'm supposed to be. And therefore, my wife is not giving me the respect I have to get. I deserve to get you have to know she's the mirror of you. Not that like we said last week. Last week, what did we say? Half We said it last week, right? I believe. Happen. Maybe we said it. We said by I know we said it. I don't know where we said it, but we said it. Roll the video and roll the tape. You're half, she's half. You come together, you're one. So she's a mirror of you. But if you're not acting in the way you're supposed to act to Hashem, she's going to give you that frowned face. It's not her. It's Hashem giving you signs. Why? Because you're in the Ish, Ish, Kitis, stage, though. You were one Ish with people, and you were another Ish with Hashem, Ishmin Hama. You were another Ish with Hashem. It's very nice to be happy with everybody else and smile to everybody else. But let's see when you get home what kind of person you are. The wife says, are You sure you're talking about my husband? Are you sure you got the right guy? All right. That's not the way he acts when he comes home. There's a story said about the Bishim Shon Aharon Palinsky he was living in Israel, he comes one day to the yeshiva, he bangs on the table, he says, I want everybody I have a list over here, I have a list of wives that they need help, I want you all, I'm going to give you random names, I want you to go help these wives, because they don't have husbands, They almanot, Minan. They're but Minan, we should never know. I'm giving you random names, please. Everybody take this name and go help this wife. Go help this lady, Almana. Okay? So they all receive papers from the rabbi. They open up the paper. Each one finds his wife's name on the paper. Rabbi. <laughs> wrong over here. He looks at them and he says, There's no mistake. Your wife's almanos menan. Why? Because you don't give them time of day. You don't give them attention. They're not called al So she's married, but she's not married. That's not called al So I'm giving you, you want to do chesed with al Go do chesed with your wife. Don't bring shalom into your own house. That's the ikar. We mentioned this a very long time ago. I believe in Farazat Baira. Maybe Hayat Salaf. starts at the house. You have to do chesed with your wife first. Yes, sometimes you cannot come to the shi'ud wife. Sometimes there's, there's a legitimate reason of Shalom Baï. Not that Shalom Bait, Shalom Bait for the past seventeen years. Sometimes there's a legitimate reason of Shalom Bayt. I cannot leave my house. I have to stay home. My wife needs my house. I have to that's legitimate sometimes. Sometimes you have to forbide. Sometimes you know what? Sometimes you have to erase my name, not literally, figuratively. Sometimes you have to erase my name. Don't go learn Torah tonight because you have to stay home with the kids. Not not only with the wife. To bring Shalom with another Jew, sometimes you have to do, you have to sacrifice your own time to bring Shalom with another Jew. As we explained many times, Gemirut Hasadim does not only mean by Sadaqa. Gemirut Hasadim is a lending ear. Let the guy fish elbow, let the guy talk to you, let the guy just vent. That's called bringing Shalom. You uplifted guy, you mehaya metim. the guy literally mehaya metim. You bring Shalom, what does it, it say? In Shalom the Akhmotai. There's, there's no shalom in my body. Wait a minute, there's no shalom in my body. When I have so many problems, I can't think straight. I, uh, I, everything's in a turmoil. Everything's uh, jumping around. I have no shalom. When you talk to a guy, let him vent. Oh, that's shalom. That's the ultimate shalom. So all, it doesn't necessarily mean between a wife and a, and a husband, between a husband and his wife. When you between and a Jew, together makes Israel. But uh, Kliyakar says, this is the Kliyakar, who is it that says it over here? The Kliyakar says, the Kliyakar says, when the Nasi'im came, this week's parasha we also have, the Nasi'im, every Nasi brought the same Qurban. <laughs> Why repeat the whole thing? Bayomar is showing this, Bayama she this, It's not like this guy uh, offered seven cows, this guy offered eight cows, this guy offers nine cows. Everybody offered the same exact korban. So why Hashem are you repeating it every single day? You know why? To show you. you know why everybody bought the same korban? As to not cause mahlokas between one and another person. Because imagine, the second guy has a very big dilemma on his shoulders. What do I do? Do I bring the same korban as the first one or up it? But the problem is if I up it, the third guy has to up me. And the fourth guy has to up me. Hadith the guy on the day 13, Has no money left. He's going to bring 700 cows. What is he going to do? So you know what he did to the guy in the second day? day? He did exactly the same as the first guy. Why? Because I'm all about shalom. I'm not not looking about myself. You know why people don't have shalom? You know what people have? He says, Everyone wants to be the king. And the whorediness, the arrogance, the arrogance. That's the cause of all problems. You know what Gaza is? How many is gavah in gematria? Fifteen. Gimel three. Aleph is one. That's four. Zav is six. That's ten. And hey is five. Fifteen. You know why you can't have shalom? You can't have the youth care. You know why? Because you think of yourself so much. That's why he says in the Gemara, when a person is so haughty, Hashem says, I cannot dwell with him. What do mean Hashem cannot dwell with him? Hashem melokul Al It means that I, am bringing shalom in the world. I base my whole world's foundation in shalom. But when you, Mr. So-and-so, have ga'ava, you It doesn't mesh. It doesn't go together. That's the 15. You understand? All goes back to the number 15. Same thing with the Sota. When the Sota is not keeping up her part, and when the man is not keeping up his part, the Yod is not keeping the Yod. The He is not keeping the He, the 15 is not keeping the He, so he raises name. Which name? Ah, the clear Akar. Who is it? The Torah Chaim. Torah Chaim says, I don't know whether he contradicts Rashi or not, but Torah Chaim says the name that the Kohen wrote on the clock was not a 72 letter name. It was Yod and He. Because you did not keep up your end of the bargain with 15. So let the fifteen be erased. The Gemara in Masechet Menachot does <laughs> chavtet the biuda bar ay Shnei olamot bara hakadosh baruch hu. Ehad bara behe, Ehad bara beyod. Ha olam azeh behe, ve ha olam abba beyod. Hashem created two worlds: olam azeh and olam abba. Olam azeh was created with the he. The olam abba was created with the Yod, which means the whole fundamental ideology of our Israel is that we believe there's a Ulam and Ulam Abba. We are working in this Ulam to bring an Ulam Abba. However, when you are not bringing Shalom, which means Hashem created, we said created the whole world based on Shalom. When you're not bringing Shalom, you're denying that there is an existence. You're denying that Hashem created Ulam az and Ulam Abba because you're going against the fundamentals. Ah, when you go against the fundamentals, Alamazia was created with the hey. Alamabah was created with the yod. Yod NK is fifteen. When you go against that, what happened? Hashem says, Erased my name of the 15. There's many more. However, we'll just we'll skip a little bit and we'll go to the juice. So Birkat How many words are in Birkat koanim? Now we don't have to guess because we're already saying fifteen. So, 15. Let's do it together. Yibarecha Adonai Yishmerecha. Yael Adonai panav elecha b'chonnecha. Yissa Adonai panav elecha v'yisem lecha. Shalom. 15 words. Why 15 words in Zirkat Tuanim? Exactly what we're saying. When a person does not have Shalom in the world, he's messing up Kab'yachor ki'ilu, the 15, the letters of Hashem, the Yod and the K. What does the Kohanim have to do? Bring back the 15. You know, that's why the Kohanim. What's the last word the in the Kat Kohanim? Not the Berakhali Torah. Their own Berakhali. How much is the Ahaba? 15. Ahaba is 13. Be with the two? It's 15. Ah, uh, you know why the Kohanim have to say that? Right? That's the Berkha. They say, They say, They Either the Hazan tells me the Berkha, or they say the by themselves. I don't get into it right now. That's why, have to. why they a Berkha. Why they say Berkha? You messed up the 15! You know what we're going to do? we bring back the 15. How many letters are in Birkat Kohanim? 15? He says 15 words. How many does that 15 letters? There are 60 letters in Kat Kwani. We could talk about the 60 another hour, but I have another class to go to. But what does it say? What did we say when the first start of the class? It says, Shitin means the foundation of the ground. The word Shitin also means 60. Shitin also means 60, which means. There's a 16, there's a foundation, Eber Shetiyah, where the mask, the Mashim over there, the Golden mask, Dome of the Rock, that's Eber Shetiyah, That's the foundation of the world. Where's Eber Meir Put the, the shovel Michael? In the foundation of the world. Why is there 60 letters in Birkat Koanim? Because that's the foundation of the world. What's the foundation of the world? The Birkat Koanim. What's the Birkat Koanim all about? Shalom. It's all about Shalom. And we'll end with this. We we'll end with this that the says, when the Kohen takes the name of Hashem and he erases it on the parchment and he puts it in the word, he puts it on the on the parchment he writes it on the parchment he puts it in the wall and he erases it does not only mean that Kohen and the man and his wife because today we don't have this whole thing with shasota so he says HaKadosh baruch et haalot haele hu haTorah which means from the outside Hashem, which is the Kohen because we know Hashem is the Kohen He writes everything on a parchment which means He writes everything on a Sefer Torah the instruction of life is the Sefer Torah. He gives it to the neshama. He tells the neshama, I request of you one thing. Please do not erase the letter. Which means abide by every letter of the Sefer HaKadoshah. Sefer HaTorah Kadoshah. Please, make sure you fulfill everything that's written in the Sefer Torah. Don't bring me to a state where I have to copyakul. Erase Bar Minnan. Erase any portion of my name. Hashem doesn't want his name to be erased. He forgot on his name. Why? Because he wants to bring Shalom. But Hashem requests, don't please, don't make me erase my name. Always live your life shalom, And the best Shalom is to keep Hashem's commandments. Because once we keep Hashem's commandments, we do them as Lord. we There's nothing to be haughty about. There's nothing to be arrogant about. We'll bring shalom ben adam nahabiru. We'll bring shalom ben ishti ishto. With that, with that, we'll build Hashem. We'll build Hashem will build the Beit HaMikdash with the coming of Mashiach. Amen v'Amen. Thank you, J-Root for the opportunity again next week again broadcasting live from Haran Lebanon avenue and 8:00